This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah, man, we, um, I'm married. Yeah! I, I'm married. Like, I, I, like I'm going to leave here tonight, and I'm going to go home to my wife that lives with me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and whereas before she was she was here during the recordings and giving you the loving eyes, I noticed she's not here tonight. Yeah, because she's she, like, she got well, what she was after. No, exactly. Now to get to see me, she's like, well, forget this. Yeah. I'm gonna go home. Yeah, you know? she, bought, <laughs> she bought the cow. That's right. Yeah. She she bought the cow. Yeah, she she definitely bought the cow. Um, yeah, no, it, it's it's funny. She actually was uh, linking up with one of her friends tonight, but she was gonna come tonight also. And uh, man, it's been a lot of fun. What a whirlwind, man. I mean, just I can't even uh, voice just how moved we are. Gosh, the um, I, I guess the the right time to talk about man the tribute episode toasted, I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all toasted us That's and right. uh and me and gosh just listening and, and hearing from folks like john Fody, dan sanford portland paul chase abels the maple city pipe cast i mean man, yeah. it was just hearing all this and then i don't, I don't know for for my now bride and i it was just incredibly moving it, it, it really was and uh man i was so so thankful to see that it, it's it's cool to see the tentacles that <laughs> our, uh, our our online pipe community has uh, uh, kind of branched out into, and we're just so thankful. You know, I, I got to give a little bit of credit to that show. Of course, big ups to to all the members of the of the pipe club that were able to join, and, and I know a lot of folks wish they could, but but weren't available in the in the time slot we had. But I got to give big ups actually to uh, Charlie Bach, who it was actually okay. That was insane, man. It was actually that, his that idea was insane to do the show we to were, do it like that. So we were talking about it, and he was like, he's like, Golly. he's telling me like, you know, I actually I did the blaspheme the pilgrims. I want you to listen to it. We were in his car, he played it for me. I'm I was like, man, this is excellent. It's like, really good. I said, like, can I share it on the podcast? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd really like it to be kind of something special for John David. And I was like, ooh, a special podcast episode for John David. <laughs> Ding. That's a way to, yeah, there's, there's some content for you. Man, no, it was just awesome. If you, um, of course, you know, I noticed in the show notes, and this was good, like mm. you said something like, look, if this is your first Country Squire radio episode, it's not, this yeah. is not the one, like, the, the, like <laughs> don't start here, right? Not a but, good starting point. <laughs> but but if, you're, if you're a Country Squire radio, you know, listener and you're familiar with kind of our culture and uh, stuff like that, man, it, it was just, it was so great. I just yeah. felt so many pieces of our community were honored. And uh, and then, man, Charlie bringing it in the clutch with uh, with his new rock ballad, uh, Blaspheme the Pilgrim. First of all, it was hilarious, right? And so he's got, you know, he, he's got, you know, notes of me talking over the music about the Pilgrim and kind of uh, him coming in the pipe shop here and uh, the, you know, the feelings that I'm feeling and all that. It's that just, so well. It, it's, it's really, really well. But then it's fine. Followed up by this just amazing rock, like hard rock, like it, I, and I don't, I don't even know much about music, but like Charlie brought the metal, man. He just did. Like it, if you're into heavy metal or rock operas or any of that kind of stuff, like he's really good. Like I, you know, and, and Charlie's an engineer. Like yeah. he, you know what I mean? Like he, this is not something he does by trade, but it, it's something that he just, uh, you know, has fun with on the side. He has found a lot of friends over the years that uh, that also are musicians, and has uh, just kind of honed his craft. And man, this is something he does to have fun. And dude, blaspheme the pilgrims, man! Super I, I want to see it on iTunes, baby. Oh, like I mean, we, we need to we need to get him a channel. 
I'm, look, I'm all for you know? that. He's got so he's got a SoundCloud uh, channel. It's great. We, we really want to encourage you to check that out. And um, you know, Charlie is, is wonderful. He's done a, a number of like inspired like rock ballads based off of different uh, different shows that I've worked on. And you know, he's he is my go to man. Like, it, it, <laughs> if y'all have not checked out his work, y'all be sure to check him out on SoundCloud. And uh, again, thank you to everybody who was able to, to join. That, that was awesome. And it also, awesome. we got to give a big thanks, of course, to Brian Levine who filled your shoes, dude. And, you know, Brian, whenever there's a crossover moment between right. us and Pipes Magazine, I kind of feel like it's this really kind of special, unique... No, it is. ...unicorn of a moment. It is, yeah. And, and I, feel, I feel like all these really wonderful voices are coming together, and it is uh, it is special. Well, yeah. the great thing is, is that, you know, you and Brian, you guys, you, you, you have both this, like, industry knowledge, you have this unique kind of charm between the two of you, uh, but me and Brian, we both are kind of, like, cynical guys. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt like maybe our cynicism kind of came out, played Cr- out a little crotchety bit. Crotchety old men. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Wasn't that? But no, it's, it's always That's a blast. fantastic. And I was, uh, I was honored uh, to be able to, to, to sit on mic with Brian and, uh, you know, obviously a, uh, a, a legend yeah. in, in the pipe industry. Yeah. And of course, a, a, a titan in the, uh, in the, the broadcast or, or near, narrow cast, whatever you want to call what we do. Yeah. Uh, but in the podcasting uh, tobacco world. So uh, big ups to Brian and thank you so much uh, for joining us uh, that episode. And yeah, y'all, y'all check out the pipe magazine podcast for, for sure absolutely yeah big 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 shout out to him and, and what he does over there all right a couple other kind of community shout outs too so I've, I've mentioned this last couple episodes and um you know this this new game came out sea of thieves and i know that those of you who don't play video games are tired of me mentioning this but i just gotta give a shout out man we got this group that's been coming together called the squire scallywags this is fantastic it's been it's been so much talk fun. about worlds colliding you know oh like, big time yeah th- these are these are folks that love and enjoy pipe tobacco and all things pipe and then and then this forms yeah like, oh, I, absolutely. I just i, I I love the genesis of this. Man, we got a whole crew together. We had, we actually got a, a crew that's going out tonight uh, on a voyage on this uh, this pirate video game. Uh, we we also in the way this <laughs> that's so funny. I just got to share this. With you. <laughs> that's so, so great. We named our ships after uh, uh, tobacco blends from the country squad. <laughs> So our, our our big vessel is the White Rose because you know right of course, of course it, it is. is the flagship exactly. Right? <laughs> then the sloop is the Florida Lee. That, hey, that's good. It works out well. And then the other thing too is in this game when you're like working out your, you know, you got to hide your treasure so the other pirates don't steal it from right, you. Right, right. Well, we realized as we were trying to escape this other ship that uh, this is me and Ed and, and we were we were playing the game <laughs> and we realized they could hear us. They could hear what we're saying. So if we say like hide the skull, then they know they're looking for a skull. If we say hide the chest, they know they're looking for a chest. So we started like, Let's say Latakia for skulls, and let's say Virginia for t- for chests. So you've got so all these pipe related code words. All of these. Wait, basically, if anybody's listening, we're just shipping tobacco. Hey, hey, did you take the Virginia back to the shop? Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing too is is this gunpowder you can yeah. use to blow up stuff, uh-huh. which we call Parique. We're like, hey, uh, make that Parique delivery to uh, to the ship over there. <laughs> you just blow it up. Yeah, it's be so sure to fun. press it really hard. Yeah, that that'd be great. So if you do play this game, join that is the, funny, the, uh, man. The Squire Scallywags on the on the. Uh, Xbox community, uh, we'd love it's to have so out of control. Games. That's and great. If you do play the game and you just happen to hear some people talking tobacco, come say hi. That's us. That's literally no one else. In this game. <laughs> it cannot. There. It cannot be. <laughs> that's us. That's great, dude. Um, man, it just. Uh, do we have any more? Uh, well, kind of. I did want to give one last shout out to yeah. um, to Matt Green. So Matt Green, a couple of weeks ago, he actually works for an organization called Pioneers, which oh, uh, yeah. helps bring the gospel around the world. Yeah, I remember you talking about this. Absolutely. Uh, Pioneers, they actually brought me in to, uh, to do a, a podcasting workshop with their organization. Great folks over there. And so anyway, um, they've got a, a podcast coming out hopefully very soon. And so we'll, we'll give uh, them a shout out as well. But Good. Uh, Matt Green, a great, faithful uh, Country Squire radio listener. And just wanted to, like I say, give the shout out to him, his organization. That's and awesome. Be on the lookout for what, their What's their organization called? It's called Pioneers. 
pioneers. Yeah, okay, great, absolutely. great. More info on that soon. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So I, I have to I have to tell you a couple of quick stories uh, from uh, you know over the past couple of weeks. Um, of course, uh, you know getting. Uh, it, my 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 wife and I we honeymooned in Mexico, right? Right, and, and, and you didn't want to tell anybody. We didn't. I was very I was very strict on that. Like I like <laughs> we told our parents the day after our wedding, like mm-hmm. where we were going. We handed them packets of like, okay, this is where we'll be. If someone like has a problem, this is how you get in touch with us and this kind of thing. But like we, you know, my best friends and you and you know, it, it, no one knew, right? No, one no, knew. no, no one knew, and it was it was great. It was just a time to check out, but um. I mean, it was so cool. You know, we went to uh, this resort just north of Cancun. Uh, one of those all-inclusive things, you know, awesome where way to do it. They're, they're just they're constantly trying to refill your drink or like give you, yeah. uh, you know, oh, you don't like that appetizer? We're here. Let me give you five more to try, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, here's, just, here's the filet, de ma- filet mignon on top of a filet mignon. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And and trust me, I paid for it. Like you know, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> You're not you paying for it when it happens, but like you know, yeah. <laughs> up, up front, I was like, baby, please enjoy this because we'll never do this again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love the pipe industry, but it'll never pay for this. Again. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was just so funny, you know, but it, it was it was great. I, I had many nights where I was sitting there. Uh, it, the, the, I took two tobaccos on the on the trip and I only wound up smoking one of them. And um, and the one I wound up smoking uh, was was actually tobacco gifted me by Brian Levine. And uh, and it's a it's a MacBaron Pure Virginia. Uh, which is, of course, is one of my top five flakes. It's uh, just a great tobacco that I really love, and one that I think is overlooked a lot. It's one that uh, a lot of folks don't uh, really, um, you know, pay attention to. But uh, man, I had many good nights with like uh, sitting uh, in like seventy degree weather, mm. holding a cocktail, mm. like on this patio in on the Yucatan Peninsula. You know, ocean breeze smoking my Stanwell with Brian Levine's tobacco and listening to a Beatles cover band that was all Mexican accents. <laughs> and it was fantastic. Brilliant. Like, it, it, it was, if you can imagine, like, your favorite Beatles song, like, anything from the White Album or, you know, Rubber Soul or, you know, it, you pick it, but but with this just crunchy Mexican accent. Like, it was it was just excellent. That's it, brilliant. It, 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 was, it was so great. I can yeah. only imagine the Mexican Dave Matthews covers are even better. Yeah, I, they probably would be. <laughs> it, it, was, it was so cool because they had all these, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, events and stuff for you. And uh, one of the most interesting things that I thought, you may have actually heard of this, Bo, but um, have you ever heard of a quiet party where basically that the idea is they pass out these headphones right. and there's no music at all. So if you're sitting here watching this from a from a third person standpoint, all you see is a bunch of idiots jumping around to silence. But everyone on the headphones are listening to the same music. Right, right, right. I'd never seen this before. It's pretty incredible. And actually it's a, It was fantastic. In other in other it's not really I don't think it's very big in America, although there might be some markets where it's kind of taken off. But yeah. there are even clubs like where you go in and it's just dude, silent unless you put on the headphones. Dude, I want to yeah. start this. Like I, I'm, <laughs> right? I'm seriously like it was so great because all these people at this resort, you know, um, you know, are sitting here where you know everyone's like got a drink. We're out in the ocean breeze and and you're just it's it's just silence and and you're all sitting here watching this mosh pit of people just act a fool <laughs> and they're all listening to some you know awesome you know club music but you can't hear it because it's on their headphones. Well, you know, eventually, uh, you know, Mrs. Cole and I, we were like, well, we've we've got to do that, right? I mean, I, I, obviously we've got to do that. And so I, I put my pipe down and we, we walked over there and, uh, dude, it was great. We got to get that started in Jackson. I, like that's, that's a thing. Here's what we need to do. Uh, uh, Country Squire Radio Quiet Party. Hey, well, how about this? <laughs> get, do this There's nothing with, quiet about us. Do this actually. with your local pipe community, uh, your local pipe club, get Country Squire. You all press play at the same time. Listen to it. You're all in your shop together and you listen to Country Squire Radio. Yeah. But then, you know, th- when we make a really lame joke, Everyone in the shop at the same time will go like, oh. Uh. 
<laughs> and that's how you'll know. That's how you'll know they're listening to country. Right, no, exactly, right, <laughs> exactly. Man, what, one other thing I, I just have to tell. This is yeah. this is um, by far the most unique wedding gift that we got, and I just have to share this. So, oh wow, wow. Uh, so many of you, uh, of course, my my wife Nina, she is very engaged in the coffee industry and Big time. Uh, knows it and loves it. She she roasts coffee and then also tries to keep her toes in the barista ink just to you know keep that uh, warm. She manages a couple of coffee shops uh, or a coffee shop here in Jackson. She's done some great um, things for the local coffee. Community. She has. She's yeah. just um you know I'm obviously very biased, but uh, she's fantastic. But anyway, so it, it was it was neat. We've got several friends that are like, wow, y'all are combining forces with this like this this addiction kind of thing right so so you've got you've got tobacco on one side you, you, the pipes on one side right and and, and, then, and then coffee caffeine on the other side so we had a lot of friends you know our wedding was like that we had uh you know on all the tables there were like cigar boxes and corn cob pipes and we had uh you know coffee beans laying around nina made a special coffee roast for our wedding oh, blend and all so that kind good, of stuff yeah. just really really cool Anyway, so we, we got this gift, and I have never—this is from our friends. I actually live in Canada. This is really interesting. This, this is called a bripe. A and bripe. It's a bripe, and it is a coffee brew pipe. And this uh-huh. this thing is the perfect marriage, uh, supposedly. I haven't used it yet, but between a coffee lover and, and the pipe enthusiast. Wait, are you supposed to— I'm, I'm, I, It looks amazing, but all I've right, got so, right, so many questions. All right, so let, let me explain. We're going to try to describe it a little bit for right, our right. Uh, for our, our audio only listeners. So, uh, you know, you've got a copper pipe basically that's an umpal design, very right. deep bend. There's a cork around the shank of it, if you can call it a shank, uh, and then there's just a very tall cylindrical bowl. And so, what you actually do, it comes with this really fancy case that it was delivered with. And so, the case is like uh, all the expense that went into making this bribe went in. To this case. This is like just, you know, really not not much of, of anything. It's got a torch lighter that comes with it that wow. you could do uh, creme brulee with if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and then it's got all these little paraphernalia things. Is that like a test tube? It's like a test tube and you can actually, when you're toting your bripe around in your bripe carry case, uh-huh. uh, then you can keep your coffee grounds in here. So whenever you're ready for your bripe, you'll be ready to go. So the idea with the bripe, it, it is a pipe, but it's actually for consuming coffee. Okay, so you don't actually so you, smoke So you're anything. not smoking okay. tobacco out of it, although you probably could. We've got some creative individuals out there. But the idea is, is you actually take this copper pipe and you put your coffee grounds down in it. It's got a little strainer thing that strains the grounds out. Once you get the right amount in there, you pour water in there. And then you take your torch and you torch the outside of the pipe. <laughs> and, and then you take your little thermometer. See, it comes with the thermometer. Uh And so you put your thermometer in there and you make sure that it gets to 180 degrees for about three minutes uh-huh. and, and then you take it out and stir it and, and then you smoke your bripe and, but instead of smoking you're just sucking through that this is a real product someone made this and is supposedly like paying their bills by selling this can I, can I just this can is I, amazing can I just say something we are very pro hipster culture <laughs> and, I, and I mean that without that there no, would be no us no you, you're true we, we, you're, we're you're, in you're right yeah. but, but can I just say <laughs> as as hipsters <laughs> There is a too far, and that's it. We, I think we found it. I think we found it. I think it. we found that's, it. That's too far. It, it, it was just <laughs> a brilliant gift. It was just so funny. It, it was so funny. Like, this is so us. And it, it even comes with this little copper thing that you can display your bripe on. Yeah, yeah, so, you, yeah. so you can put it on, yeah, like on display. That. Actually, yeah. pipes should have something. No, they should like have a little, a little a thing. Cool you design. can, uh, this little uh, stand that yeah. you can you can sit it on. But yeah, so, so you've got your bripe, and it, it's just, it's basically a way to consume coffee that looks kind of like a pipe. And, uh, you know, so if you're out in the woods camping or something and you have 
with coffee grounds and potable water, then you can pretend like this is enjoyable. Yeah, just... And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we would uh, we would really like to know. It was so funny. I was like, man, that is such a curiosity. Like, when I take that to the shop and put it on display up there, like, people are really going to get a kick out of that. Uh-huh. And my wife looks at me and she's like, you're not going to take that to the shop. I'm going to use that. <laughs> and I was like, maybe once. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to hear all of so, that. Uh, so, so the, the bribe from our dear friends in Canada with all these out-of-control little uh, gizmos that go with it. Uh, pretty pretty remarkable. Unbelievable. If, if you're a bribe user, please let us know. Well, man, we've got a great show tonight. We, of course, uh, with you being uh, back, on, back on the show, the, the live show returning, what better way to maintain professionalism than to drink whiskey? And that's what we're going to do tonight <laughs> because it is a Squire Select episode. Ow! Now, for those who have never tuned in for a Squire Select episode, if this is your first uh, episode of Country Squire Radio or just your first Squire Select in general, here's what we do. We like to take various whiskeys, typically, although we'll, sometimes we'll do coffee, sometimes we'll do... Done, done tea before. Done tea before, that yeah. sort of thing. But mostly we do enjoy diving into the world of whiskey and pairing it up with some fine, fine tobacco. Now, tonight's kind of a special occasion. We've got a whiskey that has been graciously gifted to us specifically for the sampling and pairing. Yeah, and, it, and it's actually straight from the distillery. Straight from the w- distillery. W- which is awesome. Yeah, listen. We made it, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, I know, right? Woo! I know. Sold out, baby. <laughs> exactly. It finally happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So this is from Andy Tincher, and he is with Garrison Brothers Distillery in High Texas. High Texas is right there in the... I'm sorry, uh, High Texas? High, H-Y-E. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm saying that right. No, no, I, I could be saying it wrong. I just didn't wrong, know but, if that meant like um, it was at the, the top of the, the stick. You know, the hat thing that sticks on the top? Oh, the panhandle. Yeah. No, no, no. The panhandle goes below. No. I'm talking about... That, that's the panhandle. That's the panhandle? I promise. It's the, it's the panhandle. I thought the panhandle implied... Because the panhandle of Florida is on the coast. It, that it, don't don't confuse down with panhandle. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Geography lessons with both. Well, in, in from Mississippi right. education. Right. <laughs> That's exa- exactly right. Exactly right. Man, just a beautiful bottle of Garrison Brothers whiskey. Of course, this, this does come from our friend Andy. There, man. This is such a treat because this bottle right here. This is not old charter. Okay, let's be honest. There's not many things that can take the place or be considered in the same realm as old charter. This is not you know not bottom shelf. Not even medium shelf whiskey this is this is top shelf whiskey and it really is fantastic I, we were so just so proud to get this Dude, there's a and, little uh, thing that says like specifically for sampling not for sale this is like the premium stuff isn't no it's it's the real deal it's it, the real it's, deal. it's the real deal right. yeah it's, it's it's the oldest whiskey distillery legal whiskey distillery uh, in the state of Texas so it dates back to if I'm believing if I'm reading this correct to 2006 so you know we've kind of over the past uh, several years here we've had this kind of whiskey uh, Renaissance small batch craft stuff people are really embracing and so this kind of was at the forefront of that back in 2006. And it seems like even just in the last past year, the, the Texans have really gotten into this idea of like Texas whiskey. I think and so. Texas bourbon. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and carving out their own their own thing. Yeah. Right? Trying to yeah. really make a name for it for sure. Yeah. Just really, really wonderful. Beautiful presentation, man. It's just so gorgeous. This is the uh, Texas straight bourbon whiskey 2016 small batch. This was the first bourbon actually that was stilled outside of Kentucky Indiana or Tennessee, which is kind of interesting. You know, you think about there's this misconception with bourbon that, you know, it has to be uh, what people always say. Oh, a bourbon is something that's uh, only produced in Bourbon County, Kentucky. Right. Well, that, that hadn't been true in a long time, if ever. It's like the um, champagne. People kind of yeah, equate people it to that. Yeah, people equate it, I think, with that. But yeah. bourbon is just, uh, if I'm getting it correct, bourbon is, is 51% corn-based. That's right. Um, and so, you know, I guess there's just such a tradition of that in that part of the world that you associate 
associated with that. Of course, you know, Kentucky and we think of, uh, you know, just all the great distilleries that are there. Um, but this was the first one outside of those three states, Kentucky, Indiana, and Tennessee, uh, that, that actually made a bourbon in the United States. And so they don't blend whiskeys at all. Everything they're making is not blended from other distilleries. It's made on site. And so what they do, they're getting raw ingredients from the farmer and they are making everything right there so that, you know, you're getting an extremely high end product here, which is pretty cool. So we've got a uh, it's a sweet mash that they use instead of a sour mash. And I think it really comes through when you try the whiskey, which which we'll taste in a second here. Oh, my mouth is um, I know, man, it's, it's just so good. The raw ingredients, corn, wheat and barley are used once and he says, you'll be able to taste these in the finished product, giving it a sweeter finish. By the way, these ingredients are food-grade organic grains, uh, unlike a lot of other distilleries that actually use cattle feed. And you think about this, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, how much bourbon is consumed in America where it's been produced with uh, with cattle feed? Cattle in mind. Ingredients. It's I mean, very American. <laughs> Well, it, yeah, I know, right? But American yeah, I mean, I, I don't know a lot. Yeah. We by no means are experts on beverages. And, you know, we do this for fun as kind of an armchair quarterback kind of thing. But, you know, you, you just think about how much bourbon is consumed probably in the world that is using cattle grade uh, grains. And, of course, they are, you know, they're not doing that, which is uh, which is pretty cool. It's got the premium um, stuff. He says, we distill off all the nasty chemicals, the ones that give you a hangover. So those, those ones that you're going to find in a really inexpensive whiskey, you know, when you've had a little bit and you're like, ooh, I just don't feel good. Those kind of things are just not there. This is a hangover-proof bourbon. I didn't. I didn't say that. I, I didn't say. We but will the, put that to the. Uh, test, I was about so. to say, but there is only one way to find out. That's right. <laughs> the barrels are being aged a minimum for for four years, which is cool. I, now I love this. This is uh, one of my favorite things that he says. He says um, our climate. This is, of course, think Central Texas. This is just west of Austin. Our climate is is both a blessing and a curse. With heat, you have expansion of wood inside the barrel, and when the liquid expands, it penetrates the wood, giving the color uh, and the flavor of the bourbon. And so, you know, when, when the whiskey goes into the barrel, it's clear. And a lot of people don't realize yeah, that, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's clear going into the barrel, and the barrel is what gives it this color and a lot of its flavor. So when the liquid expands, it penetrates the wood, giving the color and flavor of the bourbon. We, we all know that. Uh, because we're so hot down here in Texas, the liquid inside uh, is going in and out of the wood constantly. So thinking about that expansion and contraction, you know, you've yeah, got uh, just kind of sloshing around in there. However, with the heat, you also get what we call angel share. This is water and spirit evaporation that we lose. And so they actually lose some of that oh, due to yeah. evaporation. Yeah, yeah. And, they, you know, the idea is, oh, well, the angels are, are taking their share of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> they, they call it the angel share. And so I like that. this is um, sometimes after four years, we've lost more than half of the actual spirit wow. uh, that they put into the barrel. So what you're getting is so incredibly uh, refined and pure. It's just uh, just really neat. Uh, last thing I'll, I'll say about this on the back of this bottle, it, the, the master distiller, his name, <gasps> his name is Donis Todd. Yeah. And he actually signs every one of these. OK, uh, I got it, excited thinking that was just for us. Yeah. <laughs> Every every one of these. It's for you, ladies and gentlemen. It's for you. And and actually and actually, I'm I'm mistaken. It's not Donis Todd that's the master. It's the owner, Dan Garrison, signs every single bottle that that comes out of there. And so, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, just just imagine, you know, bidding, getting something that's this high end, and and of course, you've got the owner of the company that is autographing it. So really, really cool, man. Anyway, we're gonna go and crack this open. I know we're tired of talking about it and want to want to have some. Now, before I drink this, I should mention, so I, I used to be of kind of that, uh, I mean, like, you know, it's not real bourbon unless it comes from Kentucky, you know, like that right, kind right. of in that kind of way until it was actually Clyde Mays that, that made me sing a different 
song. That, which is good whiskey in yeah. Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I know, right? Yeah. If, if Alabama can get it right, you right. Know, we'll see what Texas <laughs> And has. we'll see if we can uh, run off our friends from Alabama once more. Which would not be a bad thing. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's good, man. Isn't that good? It's got a little, uh, got a little bit of a... Um, Kind of a, a spice to it, right? There is a spice. There's like a candied apple thing going on. Um, it changes. It it does change. It's a think of you know this kind of butterscotch with uh, caramel, but then it transforms into an earthy whiskey. Yeah, that you just don't really associate with something that is this sweet kind of off the bat. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, it's almost like you initially this, it's sweet, but then you have this maltiness. It's kind of this this smooth like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, we're here to party. Right. <laughs> going on. Like, like you really do. You immediately get that smooth sweetness and then it does have kind of a almost like a spicy heat kick on the back end. It's just really interesting. I, I, I love this whiskey. You can tell immediately the complexity from it and just all the hard work that went into producing something like this. And so, man, just really, really fascinating. You know, I struggled with... I struggled with pairing this because this is such a complex whiskey that is so so good and it's one of those that you know you don't if you pair it with something of similar notes you're gonna in some way overpower it right and so you you know the goal here is not to overpower this we want to accent it complement it bring out uh, the the finer notes of the experience to make it more more enjoyable so um so i picked one of the highest grade virginias that that i know that's mellow and bold and 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 really good but just very straightforward okay uh, and this this is a capstan uh, original navy cut this is a flake tobacco very yeah. very popular tobacco it comes in a little blue uh, square tin it's one of the last square tins you can get i'm sure at one point uh, at some point this will uh, be a thing of the past entirely i mean but it does have kind of a classic style just a real classic yeah. look my um my understanding is this is the the brand that uh, J- that J.R.R. Tolkien actually smoked, oh, w- which which gives it on its own a lot of veneration. You know, yeah. it's just a really uh, really beautiful. But um, but Capstan is a it, it's a it's a very straightforward Virginia blend. You've got uh, sugars that are very apparent but not overwhelming. It's very high quality tobacco. Of course, uh, the beautiful you know broken or cut flakes that are already kind of in the uh, in the tin there. They really are what you'd expect from a very high grade Virginia. But it's a tobacco that uh, you know a lot of people know and love, and and that's for a good reason. You know, uh, Capstan has been around for decades and uh, was was reformulated at one point and brought back to market. But this is such a good pair. I'm, I'm smoking it tonight, actually, uh, with this with this uh, whiskey because it is delicious and flavorful, but it's very straightforward. It's not something that's going to argue with or combat, be combative with the flavors of the Garrison Brothers uh, whiskey. And so uh, just really was really proud of this. Uh, I think it's a good pairing. And a top shelf tobacco to go with a uh, a top shelf, a truly top shelf whiskey. Plus, you got so. that kind of ketchupy uh, tin note going. Yeah, you have on. a little bit of that. Yeah, we gotta yeah. have that. You got the you got the Texas now. You got a little bit of that uh, ketchup going. Your uh, you know your burger or something of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, just so good, man. We're we're really grateful to Andy and uh, the folks at Garrison Brothers mm-hmm. for for sending that to us. So really, yeah. really good. Check them out. It's yep. uh, it's it's very 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 tasty. And uh, now you know exactly what to smoke when you get it. <laughs> All right. So that's our first one second up this is a distillery that i've actually had some before although i have not had their rye whiskey which is which is what uh, what we have tonight this is from the koval distillery mm-hmm. koval this is uh it's it's labeled as chicago's first distillery uh since the mid 1800s and so we've got a whiskey here that is is really good it's uh you know priced at that kind of um if i'm remembering correctly kind of at that 30 to 40 dollar range this one was around um, the 50 dollars was okay so th- this this one's a little a little more expensive but it's um you know definitely not something that uh you know is going to 
equal a car payment, but th- this is not, you know, this is not wild turkey kind of thing. You know, I mean, you're you're you're, you're moving up in the world. <laughs> yeah, a we're, bit we're trying. We're you know, we're trying to move up in the world, but no, keep right. it in the price range. Right. You know? No, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so Chicago's first distillery since the mid 1800s, Koval. It's just real clean whiskey. All they everything they use, of course, is food grade, organic products, and they're similar to the Garrison Brothers in that you know everything that you're doing here, it's actually coming from that distillery, and so mm. it, you know you're basically take control of the process after the farm. And so they select a local farmer to grow the grain. Uh, they're taking that and every bit of the milling, mashing, distilling, and bottling uh, it goes um, on at that one factory. So uh, just, you know, you're, you're getting it from one source, which is kind of cool. You know, it's a high-end whiskey when you when you do that. So uh, Koval, interestingly enough, it's uh, it's Yiddish for black sheep, which is kind of kind of neat. Of course, the black sheep, you think of someone that kind of uh, goes their own way, yeah. takes their own path kind of thing. And it, so just kind of an interesting thing there. I wonder if that's like personal to the founders or if they're making a de- declaration upon the whiskey world. You know, I, I, I think it's probably some of both, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you would think if you're going to choose a Yiddish word to... Um you know, to be the name of your company, you probably have some pretty good reasons for doing that. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, cool. So, so kind of, kind of neat. Uh, these are all aged in new American oak barrels from Minnesota, and so uh, you know that oak, that new oak, it's imparting all this real particular flavor in there. And the rye, this is interesting. It, it, it this is from the Wall Street Journal. Actually, says uh, despite being a hundred percent rye grain, uh, this whiskey is fresh and light with a mapley candy corn entry and a kiss of spice on the finish. And so, um, it's a very light whiskey. I thought. I thought it was one of those whiskeys that it's, it's not super complex, but uh, it's one of those that it's very sippable. I I enjoyed it. I um you know this actually came from Bo's uh, private collection, and I I think uh, by looking at his at his face, uh, he didn't particularly enjoy it. But I, I thought it was a great whiskey. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's take a sip of it so I can refresh my memory. <laughs> but there's a reason it's here. Cheers. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> that 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 just audible disgust that you uh yeah that that you that you verbalize there. So it's it's interesting actually like drinking these two whiskeys like one after the other because there is that spice kick with the Texan whereas in the Chicagoan here is just like all like phoning it in in my opinion. <laughs> um, like I'm I'm not I'm not a huge fan of this. You can tell there's like way more wheat than needs to be involved and at least for me personally. I'm much more of a bourbon drinker. I like to know that there's a good healthy bit of corn. You know, we actually um, I believe we were actually gifted a whiskey a while back that it was as bourbon as it possibly could be, but like just barely, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was one of these things where just like one percentage less and it wouldn't yeah. qualify as a bourbon and, and it, it really wouldn't yeah. made it more of like a wheat drink. Sure. And that was one of the first times that my palate really defined, Oh, this taste is like, is associated with wheat. Yeah. This taste is associated with corn. I like corn. I do not like wheat. Yeah. And yeah. so interesting. Yeah. So you, this one very much has that kind of, I, I don't know any other way to say it, but that, that weedy flavor to it. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, it is, it is a smooth whiskey. I mean, it's a rye, uh, but that's the other thing too. I've had rye whiskeys that have a good, strong kick to them. And I just do not get it, get that from this whiskey. Now, that being said, as you mentioned, this is from my private stock and it is mostly drinking. So I'm not saying that it's undrinkable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, man, you, you didn't like this whiskey yeah. because uh, three quarters of it is, uh, yeah. is, is gone. Well, th- that final quarter can stay here and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put it up as a sacrifice. That's not the, the angel's share. That's the uh, John David share. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, but that being said, I was kind of curious. I was like, I wonder what direction John David would take this in a Squire Select. Well, so, it's, it's yeah. fascinating because this is, a, this is a light whiskey. It's a rye, but it doesn't have, for me anyway, a lot of the bite 
light that uh, I associate with rye whiskey. Right. And, and and so there's a simplicity here that I think is noticeable and notable. Uh, so we're kind of doing the opposite on this one, right? Yes. So so with the uh, I like with the, the north and south thing we got going too. Yeah, yeah. You like that? The <laughs> yeah. except for the southern panhandle that doesn't exist, yeah, right? Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. one, right? Yeah. Um, but the um yeah. So so you know with uh, with the Garrison Brothers, you've got bold, rich flavors, lots of complexity. We're looking for something that's really tasty but very simple. And we're kind of looking for the opposite here with the Koval. So you know I wanted something that would bring out flavors that maybe were more ethereal that you weren't expecting, mm. uh, something that was more complex that might play off parts of your tongue that weren't necessarily stroked by the Koval, but but the the start of it was there. You know maybe the seeds of it were there. Okay, all right. Um, which I and, and again I really like this whiskey. I think it's uh, I think it's very tasty. Both of these are sipping whiskeys. These are not whiskeys that you're gonna you know mix with a Dr Pepper oh, no. or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's not something you're gonna and do. I, so. For the most part, we try to bring that to a Squire. Yeah, no, that's that's right. Except for that old charter. Yeah. So tonight, of course, one of our one of our favorite manufacturers in the in the pipe smoking pipe tobacco world, uh, Cornell and Deal. Uh, this is a very uh, very venerated tobacco. This is Epiphany from Cornell and Deal, and uh, the Epiphany's been around a while. This was their clone of uh, Revelation, which is the tobacco that was smoked by Albert Einstein. Yeah. And and, and so they, um, you know, came up with Epiphany kind of in honor of that. And, uh, That's clever. They're yeah. really, really good, yeah. And have I, told you, have I told you or our listeners about the time I smoked uh, actual Revelation? No, if, it, if you did, it's been a long time. Uh, okay, I guess I guess so, yeah. But it, it was a terrifying experience because the tobacco was so old and it was stored very poorly. We'll, we'll talk about it at some point, mm. but um, anyway... Um, but this uh, this is very good tobacco. It's reminiscent, it says on the back of the tin, of the original revelation uh, said to be the favorite of Albert Einstein. Hmm. This singularly uh, is an adroit melding of Virginia's, Burley's, Latakia, and Perique in unified harmony. And so you've got a lot going on here with um, w- with the epiphany. And, and you know, I, to me, it made sense to pair it with something as kind of simple as the Koval rye. Yeah. Uh, because you could kind of, uh, you, you know, you had a lot of flavors, so you're constantly pairing, uh, maybe playing off some of those different flavors. You know, sometimes the Perique is very forward. You'll hit that one leaf of Latakia that kind of sparks your tongue and like, ooh, I haven't tasted that in a few puffs. Um, you know, and so it just kind of uh, constantly keeps you guessing. I-, I thought this was a fun tobacco to pair uh, with with a very straightforward uh, wh- whiskey. No, I get it. This is like your really nice spicy meat sauce that would go over your very bland pasta. <laughs> It's a, I, I there the, you go. I re, the yeah. pairing makes sense to me. Yeah, no, it, it's it's good. I, I actually really like this. Uh, really Epiphany like smells amazing. Um, by the way. And it, and it's it's good stuff. Yeah, it 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 is. Um, uh, Albert Einstein, of course. Um, we all know who that is, but um, you know he uh, shopped. I, I don't know the name of the store, but it was in uh, Princeton, New Jersey. Of course, he was a professor at Princeton uh, in his last days there. And um, it, several years ago, someone got a hold of some of the last revelation that was procured for that shop, which means that you know that was some of the last revelation that they bought at that shop and huh. had in stock at that shop probably to sell to Albert Einstein which is kind of interesting wow um, he was keeping him in business <laughs> right no it probably probably so you know yeah and uh and so anyway so they divvied up a few tins of this and 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 uh and and you know passed it around and we actually at the squire we got our hands on some of this stuff and um it was really cool we closed the shop down early one night we all some members members of our pipe club sat in the back of the shop and you know we all 
loaded our pipes at the same time. We were so excited because, oh, here we are smoking this 60-year-old tobacco. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, it literally is 60 years old, and, uh, you know, it, uh, it we're, we're all just eager with anticipation. What is this going to taste like? And, oh, you know, we're kind of, you know, communing with uh, one of the most legendary uh, people in the history of man and all this stuff. And, and, and so we all load our pipes. We, we light it, and we start smoking it, and, and, and there's just kind of silence in the room, and we're all kind of looking at each other. <laughs> And, and, and then eventually, did you have an epiphany? And, 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 and and then eventually, I think I was the first one to say, uh, to, to pipe up, but I I said, um, it, it burns a little hot. (laughs) It, it, it burns a little hot. And and then that was the that was the the floodgates at that point were open. I kind of by saying that just it kind of revelation. yeah it kind of uh, <laughs> it kind of let the let the guard down so everyone could just uh, just go into it. But uh, yeah, it, it the, the tobacco apparently the tin it was stored in it the tobacco tasted like aluminum. Like if you could if you could Ooh. imagine smoking aluminum, ah. like aluminum mixed with like honey that was. A few years past its prime, like like that was that was what it tasted like. So so we still have that revelation. It's in the shop, and uh, and we have it under the cabinet over there that so people can smell it if they want to. But Ugh. but I don't recommend trying it because it uh, it may uh, give you brain cancer. Yeah, yeah. Pick up the epiphany. Right. <laughs> Pick up the epiphany instead. And try it with. Uh, That's right. It's very good. Very good. Yeah. Very good. We love uh, we love Cornell and Deal's uh, iteration of it. Hey, speaking of people we love, man, as I understand it, you had a special visitor come by the shop. Dude, of course, you know, this is always the uh, time of the show we talk about our good friends at at, um, at Missouri Meersham. That's right. And uh, it was so funny. It was a really slow day here at the Country Squire today, I'm, which I was actually kind of thankful for. Right? People knew you were back um, in town. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, we're going to give them a few days off. Right. Yeah. It, it was it was neat because, you know, being back in town, I've had a lot of uh, paperwork to catch up on, just, uh, you know, the unglamorous part of owning and running a, a small business. And, um, and so, you know, the, the few slow days we've had, it's actually been kind of enjoyable. Right. So I'm, I'm over here, I'm paying some bills and catching up on some uh, bookkeeping related stuff. And, um, and, and the little door jingles uh, here at the shop. And so I look up and it's Dan Nimitz. And Dan, of course, is uh, is just such a great uh, friend, not only of uh, Country Squire Radio, but also our shop, but is, is just a really uh, well-known personality figure uh, entrepreneur in the pipe community and, and, and certainly in the American uh, market. Man, we're just so happy to see Dan. It was uh, it was really cool. He, totally unannounced, uh, completely by surprise. Dan, uh, he was um, uh, coming back from New Orleans where him and a buddy of his had spent a few days, uh, you know, kind of hanging out, getting the the flavor of that town and um they they were on their way back and he was like i'm gonna pop in and and surprise john david man and of course dan we're in all the same groups online we know each other through uh you know all these uh constant connections that we get through the pipe community uh but we've only met each other in person maybe two or three times you know just at various pipe shows and and things like that but good good friend and uh certainly just a real uh incredible cheerleader for the pipe smoking community um works at missouri meersham he started his own company years ago uh american pipemakers.com which of course is where you can go and he brokers essentially for uh, some of the uh, best American pipe carvers and yeah. so you can go there and find some of your favorite American pipe carvers you know they they feature their pipes on his website which is uh, which is really good 
Anyway, for about a year, uh, Dan has worked uh, at Missouri Mearsham. He's such a great fit for that company and the culture up there. Of course, you know, we talk on and on about Missouri Mearsham. And I, I was laughing with Dan today. You know, we were talking about, uh, you know, it, the the awesome pairing of when you find uh, a company that you don't just believe in the products, but you really believe in the people, that puts them over the other guy. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. The, 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 the fun thing about that is, you know, you, you're, you're constantly wanting to support people that, uh, that you love um, and, and that you that you work with that are just kind, genuine people, and, and of course we talk about friends in the industry that are that are like that, and the folks at Missouri Mearsham, of course, have that in spades, and um, and, and so it was just really uh, really precious to have Dan in, man. It was such a surprise, and uh, man, it was just great. He spent a couple hours here, man. We just talked uh, pipe shop you know, talk and Missouri Mearsham. It was so cool. He's uh, in the process of kind of curating. I mean, this is a, next year is 150 years of Missouri Mearsham. Is that right? History. And so, you know, they're, of course, they're, uh, you know, know, just such an incredibly iconic uh, thing, not just in American pipe smoking, but just just pipe smoking. I mean, you got to think about the history that goes into that. 150 years, and it's had a a bunch of owners and uh, different dog legs here and there as far as the direction the company went in. But, uh, man, Missouri Mearsham, it's a a legend, right? And and so uh, he is in the process of going through all their old archives, all their old memorabilia. I mean, stuff that's been lost for literally 60. 70, 80 years. I'm sure it's amazing. And, and he's finding this stuff yeah. and, and is kind of curating it. You know, he's a romantic like we are. And so he's uh, looking for uh, the stories involved and uh, why things are the way they were and all these kind of things. And uh, it, it's just going to be really fun to see uh, over the next couple of years how uh, Missouri Mearsham with Dan involved, I think, uh, blossoms uh, even more than they already have. Yeah, so uh, awesome. anyway, it's so cool to have uh, to have Dan in the shop. And of course, uh, we love Missouri Mearsham, talk about him constantly. And that's not just because uh, we like him, but we, uh, we, we like also we also we also believe in them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We like the people. Yeah. We love the products. And by the way, if you've got a Missouri Meerschaum pipe this week, be sure to smoke it. Take a picture of yourself. Tweet it out. We'd love to retweet those. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week. All right. So pipe question of the week this week comes in from listener Corey. I love this question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He says, uh, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Can you talk a bit about how these (laughs) books and movies have impacted the pipe culture and business? What a great question. Yeah, this this is interesting, and this is one of those questions that cuts uh, both ways. I know we have a long show tonight, so I, yeah, I don't want to go too much into. We this, could almost do an entire show on this one. We, we really could, and maybe at some point we we should. But um, so you know, there's this in the in the pipe nerd community, um, which you know we're both a part of and, and are thankful for. Um, th- there's this kind of love hate relationship. <laughs> With, <laughs> with uh, all things Tolkien, right? Right, right. So those of us that are in the industry, we uh, we get tired sometimes of hearing about the Tolkien related things. Uh, you know, because the people that ori- originally come in uh, looking for those products, they want the uh, they want the Gandalf pipe. Yeah. They you know, and 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 that's all they even know. Um, you know, but the the thing about it is that the that has been the gateway. And and again, this these these words are coming from you and I both, who are very much into the whole Tolkien. Absolutely, like we we we're all about that, right? But you know, it's just one of those things we hear kind of over and over. So it's like, oh, I want a Gandalf pipe. Well, okay, it's it's called a church warden, but what you know, we can talk about that. But but the thing about it is, um, Peter Jackson <laughs> has has brought. 
um, uh, just an entire new generation into pipe smoking, and we need to acknowledge that. Yeah, I, I, I really, I really think we do. Of course, uh, Tolkien himself, a pipe enthusiast, uh, one of the we talked about the capstan earlier. Um, you know, in uh, you know, tobaccos, of course, that he was uh, was featured kind of through his different uh, novels and whatnot. Actually, I, I I won't announce it tonight, but we uh, in the very near future uh, expect uh, something Tolkien related to come uh, from the Country Squire. <laughs> Uh, which were very talking uh, related. We hear too much of it. By the way, we got something new. Talking about, you know, exa- exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> well, it, it, it's. I'll just. I'll tease it out with this. Uh, this is a, a good tease. Is it but, precious? Um, it, it is. It is precious. <laughs> it is precious. But uh, you know, we have uh, over the past few years developed a, a blend, Green Dragon. Right. It, of course, was very popular, and it got caught up in the Great Virginia Crisis of 2018. Oh, yeah. And so we've been working on a bunch of different uh, blends to, you know, hoping to get close. Uh-huh. And, and this is not, this is just not Green Dragon, but we think it's just as good. It's just different. Interesting. And I, so, really and, and so it's got similar ingredients, uh, Virginia with a dash of Burley, uh, but, but it's something that, uh, you know, we just, uh, you know, just, just didn't want to call Green Dragon because it's different enough. So we think it can stand on its own. And, uh, and so this will be coming out very soon. I can't so, wait, man. But, but, you know, so going back to the question, right, yeah, the, yeah. Um, you know, the Tolkien stuff, as far as the industry goes, it... I mean, the people that literally the the night of the Hobbit, they were lining up outside the movie theater. You know, before they went to the movie theater, they came by the Country Squire to right. buy their Gandalf pipe. When, mm. And you know what? Well, a lot of those people came back, and a lot of those people now they don't smoke church warden pipes. And 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 if they do, then maybe they're more interested in um, you know, different blends that they would have thought of before. You know, um, and and so it's it's kind of been this interesting thing. Yeah, you know, some of the old guard folks might kind of roll their eyes when they hear folks talking about you know long bottom leaf and uh, you know smoking with uh, Bilbo and all this stuff. But 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 you know, there's been a resurgence in pipe smoking, and I think we um, I think we you know can can point to. Uh, some of the Tolkien uh, mania over the past 20 years uh, it, it, as part of that. And so uh, we're thankful for it, you know. And, and I, I think we have a lot of new pipe smokers to point to uh, because of that. Yeah, and, I, and I'll, yeah. Even, I'll even share this with you if I can pull the curtain back a little bit. But when um, when the last of the Hobbit movies were coming out, uh, or maybe it was the last of the Lord of the Rings movies, we've been doing this, <laughs> this show long enough. I, I, I know, right. I think it was like when the, when the Hobbit movies were going on. Yeah, yeah. We even kind of talked amongst ourselves. We're like, you know, once these Hobbit movies are going on, I mean, that... That whole uh, spotlight in pop culture of pipes and pipe smoking right. is gonna like you know that, it'll it'll it's fade, huge, but it's, it'll it'll fade. And, right. and I thought that it would make a lot of sense to point out that actually there there's the pipe has been in pop culture, and not only that, there's an entire pipe culture that surrounds that. And so that discussion led to what has become our pipe culture series. It's true. It's yeah. Specifically, no, you're because absolutely we're right. Yeah. Thinking about life after uh, life after Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, so we were kind of, you know, contemplating that and, and trying to learn, well, what is pipe culture? Well, maybe we can define it with the audience. Maybe we can kind of figure this out. And so, um, just kind of an, an interesting little, uh, fact that Lord of the Rings and, and the impact yeah. it had on pop culture and pipe culture led, yeah. in fact, to the pipe culture series that, that, uh, uh, hopefully many of you have been able to experience on the, uh, Country Squire Radio podcast. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's absolutely. Good. Well, great question. Uh, thank you so much, Corey, for that question. Hey, and if you've got a pipe question of the week, please send it in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick fire with the Squire. Quick fire with Jones. Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions brought to us by the Tin Society. More on that awesome service in just a minute. Love the folks at the Tin Society. All right, so this one, man, is uh, we got we got some pipe questions in from two different folks. We got Asa and Rob. 
All right? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Good okay. deal. So, okay. so these first two are from Asa. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Ranch or blue cheese, specifically with buffalo wings? Uh, blue cheese. Ooh. Uh, no. Uh, well, really? Yeah, I'm not a blue cheese guy. I, weird. It's weird. It's what the weird. heck's wrong with you? No it, blue cheese with uh, buffalo wing? I just don't like the flavor. And then you think about the fact that it's all moldy. and like I just, It's not. Man, yes, it is. No, it, like, I mean, no, that's it, quite it, it literally is. what that's, it is. That's literally part of your, No, you're, you're correct. But, dude, yeah, blue cheese all the way. Now, I've, I've had like... I love the tang of blue cheese, you mm-hmm. know? And how it, you know, it, you, how it uh, plays off the heat. I, I'll, admittedly, it's one of those flavors that I don't like, but I have a feeling if you I... You wish you did. Well, I try it enough and I probably <laughs> end up appreciating it, but no, I'd right. so uh, Soda, pop, or Coke? Uh, when referring to the uh, carbonated beverage, when, you're, when we're ter- when referring to carbonated beverages, yeah, uh, soda, pop, or Coke, um, it, traditionally in the South we refer to all of these things as Cokes. Cokes, and so everything or just a Coke. the brand itself, or just or you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want a Coke? Well, yeah, I want yeah. a Coke. Well, what kind of Coke you want? You want a Sprite? You want a Dr Pepper? You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I, you know that yeah. that's a thing down here. Um, I, I, more and more because we sell drinks at the shop. Right. Uh, I've been referring to drinks like that more often as a soda. Right. Rec- pop recently. Is weird. Recently. Right? Yeah. Pop. I just you know that's a. I feel like that's kind of a Midwest thing. Uh, we've never. We just. Kind of that's twist. never been a thing here. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Either soda or Coke. But uh, but nowadays I'll probably lean towards uh towards towards soda. Man, they got this. They got this uh, Coke up in uh up in Grand Rapids. <laughs> they got this kind of Coke up in Grand Rapids. No, it's but, called Dr Pepper. No, they call it Squirt. <laughs> They call it squirt. They like you want to. No, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. They sell name. that elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. No, you know you won't drink that. I do not want to squirt. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, so these next ones, and I'm I'm with you on uh, on Coke or soda. I, I could go that route. Uh, these next two are from Rob. Okay. He says, uh, automatic watch or a quartz watch. Uh, automatic. I guess. I think I think quartz is that is is automatic the one with the battery. I think yeah. I think that's the one where like they show you the numbers, whereas the quartz is like a. T- 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 no, t- no, no, right? that's digital and analog. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you, you I, I well, failed geography. That, yeah, I was about to say you, you <laughs> failed watchman. You find you find the uh, the automatic watch that shows the uh, the numbers. <laughs> that's in the pan. That's in the southern panhandle of Texas. That's the southern panhandle. That's a, Texas is southern panhandle. Yeah, I got that, it. That's right. That's yeah. great. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm say quartz. You could say automatic, and then finally free weights <laughs> or machines. Uh, free weights. Yeah, machines all the way. Free free weights are cool, but I'm just not. I can't. Well, my free weights look so small. <laughs> and 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 the, the funny thing about this question is, of course, you know, we answered it so quickly, and yet Bo and I obviously are not very acquainted with either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I mean, let's just be honest. No, I, I use I do use the uh, the the stairmaster. <laughs> You know, wow! No, 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 that's not what it's called. But the thing where it's like you're walking. No, that's a stairmaster. That's okay. You, you you pay you pay someone money to go into their air conditioned space to walk upstairs. I I I also run in their air conditioned track. Thank you very much. In circles, and yes, I do pay money for that. I expect good good content to come from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Great quickfire questions. Absolutely. And of course, quickfire questions are sponsored by the good folks at the Tin Society. Yes. Curated pipe tobaccos delivered to your door on a monthly basis. If you haven't checked out tinsociety.com, you absolutely should. Now, we've talked about some tobaccos here tonight, and every single Squire Select, every single tobacco talk, in fact, almost every single episode of Country Squire Radio, you're going to hear about a lot of different pipe tobaccos. That's right. But what we like might not be what you like, and what you like might not be what we like. Everybody's got different tastes, flavors, palates, things that they are looking 
looking for. And yes, I just said that in kind of a weird way, but the point is, <laughs> with the Tin Society, you get the opportunity to really expand your palate by tasting a lot of different tobaccos that are picked out directly for you and delivered to your door. And that way you know, hey, I like this. I'm going to go buy a tin. Or hey, I don't like this. I ain't going to waste my money. So check about <laughs> tinsociety.com. It's such a great service because you really do get the opportunity to sample some of the best and finest tobaccos um, in, in world history. You know, they're, they're there for oh, the man. taking and, uh, and, and you just don't know what's going to be in that shipment. But, uh, you know, they're allowing you the opportunity to try it uh, in a small portion uh, to see what you like. And so it lets you really curate your tastes and your uh, kind of hone in on what you're what you're interested in. And, uh, and of course, if you like uh, like the tobacco you're trying, you can go invest in more. But it's always fun to expand your palate. Getting that new Tin Society box each month, uh, you know, it forces you to to open up to the next uh, the next thing. It's like, well, I'm going to try these tobaccos. I, I don't I don't you know think I would like this one, but gosh, they sent it to me. I'm going to try it. Oh wait, that's really good, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, yeah. And and so you start kind of developing this new, uh, greater palette because of what the folks there are doing. So, uh, tensociety.com. We encourage you to go there, sign up for their service. Uh, if you use the code Squire, uh, you get twenty percent off your first month service. And uh, and of course, uh, several of y'all have done that. You've uh, shown us pictures of of that, and uh, we we highly highly recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and by the way, when when you get your uh, Ten Society boxes in, do an unboxing. Show us on Twitter. We please love, do. We yeah, we'd love to, love to share that back. Uh, a bunch, a bunch of folks will actually they'll hold up their Missouri Meerschaum pipe uh, that they get for uh, signing up with Tin Society along with the uh, along with their their month monthly uh, shipments. So right, I got this. I'm smoking this. Listen to Country Squire Radio. That's so awesome. trifecta. <laughs> TinSociety.com again. Use the code Squire for twenty percent off on your first month's service. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, listen to feedback. Woo, we're running a little bit late tonight. I know. This is the first, as far as I can remember, this is the first episode of Country Squire Radio where I've finished an entire bowl wow. of pipe tobacco. And I would relight my pipe, but there's literally nothing to relight. Oh, man. So we, we, we probably need to wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely <laughs> our first. Well, of course, we first have to uh, give a shout-out to those giving us a shout-out. On iTunes, we've got Badge714, who says, I like Country Squire because the discussion starts pretty quickly. The hosts are friendly and unpretentious, and they provide a lot of great info on pipes and tobaccos. I'm now sold on Country Squire. Dude, so kind. Thank you, Badge. Absolutely. That's we great. Do, we, do try to, uh, we, we do try to make sure that, like, from the gate, you're getting some good content that's uh, pipe and pipe tobacco related. And whenever we fail in that, one of us, typically John David, it's pretty good to point out, like, yeah, this has something to do with pipe tobacco. You know, right, to, right. To pull us back on We're, we're complete idiots. I, I, I do like my unpre- my pretentious voice, though. I think I can pull that out occasionally, but it's it's really, it's, it's really close to the Stewie Griffin voice, you know? So I, I can only pull that out in in very small proportion. You know that's not Stewie's real voice, though, right? Ah. Uh, you know about that, right? No. That that happened while you were out of the country. No. All right. Uh, there's what a, happened? Stewie Griffin. Spoilers. Stewie Griffin goes to a uh, 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 one of those people you sit down and you talk to about your problems. Counselor. Counselor. He goes into counseling. <laughs> And he reveals to his counselor that that's not his real voice. Really? And then reveals his real voice to said counselor. Okay, don't go any further. That's exactly where I will stop. Okay. So okay. I, I would I implore you Excellent. to- Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, okay, yeah. Check good. Check that one out. Good. Uh, it's one of those special Family Guy episodes where you're not sure if it's funny, brilliant, stupid, or serious. You know what I mean? Like Kind of off-putting. You know, like, like the one where him and Brian are like in, locked in the room together for an entire episode, and like Brian's contemplating you know, some serious decisions. They I don't remember that one. Uh-uh. Oh, These this are some of the best episodes. Is it another good? Or worst episodes. It's kind of hard to say. <laughs> All right, next one is from Barry Winslow. What did Barry Winslow say? I'm in the J episode. Uh, let's see. 
I'm guessing that must be January. Uh, I'm in the January episode. Let's see. In the January episode, you talked about uh, there should be a blend called Grandma's Kitchen. Uh, Hearth and Home, which is a tobacco brand that originated in Albany, New York, uh, actually has an aromatic called Grandma's Kitchen. Uh, just was given a tender uh, from a friend at work. Um, uh, just just was given a tin of it from oh, a, from yeah, a friend yeah. at work. Uh, sorry, the uh, verbiage is kind of mixed up here. Um, and uh, I'll let you know how it is after my first smoke. Love the show, guys. So uh, Barry says there is a Grandma's Kitchen tobacco. It's from Hearth and Home. Uh, he uh, is is trying it and is going to let us know uh, his review. And so that's great. Excellent. Excellent so much. So thank you all so much for that that feedback. And by the way, we love getting those emails in, those comments on Facebook, the tweets, of course, uh, and especially those iTunes reviews. If you've not headed over to iTunes and written us a review, we encourage you to do so. It's a great way to help out the show. It doesn't cost you a dime to do it. By the way, if you are willing to spend a few dimes to help support this show, we always know that, you know, the kind of the, the tobacco uh, uh, conversation, the tobacco community yeah. on the internet can sometimes have a hard place to figure out where to hang its hat. And right, so right. in order to make sure that you always have that nice place to hang your hat you need to support it so <laughs> head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio become a member of the international country squire radio pipe club we actually have got some new squire members whose names are going up on the board uh, yeah we'll read those off next episode yeah yeah absolutely uh, so yeah we'd love to have you as part of the pipe club or if you just want to uh, spend a buck a buck for our episode just to kind of show your love and show your support that's great as well again that's patreon.com slash country squire radio uh, we also want to uh, keep up with you throughout the week you can follow us on twitter i'm at the real bo york i'm at john david cole or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire and of course these shows handle is at squire radio and typically you can find that information at country squire however not today uh, <laughs> but hopefully by the time this podcast goes out you'll be able some to technical visit. difficulties technical difficulties yeah. man we, we we're under attack for some reason all the more reason to support us at patreon.com slash country squire radio <laughs> anyway uh, but of course we do want you to enjoy the live show with us every monday night you can join us at 8 30 central time that's 6 30 pacific 9 30 eastern and that of course is at country squire radio.com well man it is Dude, so i good. had fun tonight man to i was you back. man i came back i'm freaking get to go home to my wife tonight and and man i've got a freaking coffee pipe and a, oh a bunch of really good whiskey and hey, gosh it's just fantastic can i leave the chicago with you yes, and take the absolutely. texas with me <laughs> uh well i, I don't i don't know it, it, <laughs> I, I don't think that's a one in one out kind of thing i i, I, I don't I, think that's a fair trade i think it's fine <laughs> We'll, we'll decide this outside after the show. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go have a night. See you, Bo. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. Oh,